Hello and welcome to episode 425 of Sprig and Zay Geek. I'm Bat. And I'm Hammer. And this is our uh, remote week in geek yet again. Um, so, obviously last week we did a remote show because there was a COVID scare. We were good. We n- Neither of us had it. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> and then you got the uh, Omicron. Mm-hmm. The cube. I got the I got the second round. Yeah, that was. Yeah, this is the second time you've had it. Yeah, you know, almost almost to two years since <laughs> I got my first one, and I'm uh, I'm not happy to say that I see it return. How uh now how was it? Was it? <laughs> Do you want me to give same? a review? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, was the sequel as good? Uh, um, was it was it I just a, a rehash? I think the sequel is better because they took feedback, i.e., vaccines, so <laughs> it didn't hit as hard. Um, like I didn't have fevers and that was the thing. Like I got fevers of deliriousness. Like I couldn't focus. Right. And, um, this time it was more of just, uh, bad cough, feel like shit, like the worst kind of like aches you can imagine. And then now it's just the exhaustion. Like I get tired. I was telling you, I get tired making noodles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't have my, I had my, my taste hasn't gone out, but my sense of smell has been dipping in and out on certain things. I only noticed it because I got like sourdough delivered and I was like, wow, I'm really excited for just toast. I just want toast. And I smelled the sourdough and I got that hint of burnt. I call it burnt plastic because it's the best I can describe it to you as. Mm -hmm. And it's faint, but it's there and it just ruins the taste. Oh, no. So it's it dips in and out and it seems like I smelled the sourdough today. And I'm like, it's just it's still there, but just a tiny bit. Um, I have that fear. I don't want to be one of those people that I've heard stories where they completely lose their taste and smell or taste or smell and taste, or they have it where it smells rotten. Oh, that would. It's weird how that impacts people completely differently. Yeah. Um, and some people lose it for just it seems like a day. Yeah. And some people have lost both of those for for months, mm-hmm. and it's really weird. How it's, you know, it's all the same thing, but it's the way it affects our bodies. Well, um, people don't talk about it as much, but I was talking to a friend about it and they told me they got it and their, their sense, that was like a month or two back and their sense of smell is still not a hundred percent. And I'm like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I, it's one of those things that you take for granted. And then when you can't smell anything, you're like, Oh, cause mm-hmm. you know, you can't, if you can't smell anything, you can't fully appreciate, I mean, anything, but especially food. Um, because smell is part of, oddly enough, taste. <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't make sense, but it, but it, but it does. No, I mean, I honestly, I would say that I would almost be more concerned about my sense of smell than my sense of taste, because I smell more things than I taste. If that makes sense, like you smell things to see if they're rotten. You smell things like I literally had a thing where I just threw something out because I was like, I told my wife, I was like, can you smell? And she's so clogged up, um, she couldn't smell it anyways. <laughs> and I was like, well, I. I smell nothing, so uh, I'm gonna say it's rotten and toss it. Right? No, that's. I mean, it's better safe than sorry. You don't want to grab some spoiled milk or something. Nope. But yeah, that's uh, yay for remote and technology. And thank goodness we got this worked out because this is a hell of a lot easier. Right? Yeah, I mean we we've tried to do this before. I mean, obviously we had that issue a couple weeks ago, but we've tried to do this several times, and we've had to do it where we've been on cell phones, and it's just yep. been. It's been a hassle, and we've made it work, but now, like, you know, the hetero life mate helped me build a 
a, a gaming PC so I could yeah. actually do stuff. And then figuring out that the reason why my headset wasn't working the other week was because <laughs> it was broken. <laughs> it definitely <coughs> helped. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 easy to it, it's definitely easy to do or easier to do. Uh, I still prefer you know the in person, but. Yeah, you, know, mm-hmm. you, you do what you got to do. Oh, yeah. No, I'm like, I, I prefer the in-person better, too. But, hey, at least this is less of us, like, you know, banging our heads against keyboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that's happened behind the scenes that, that people haven't seen or heard that's, yeah. I mean, been just an issue where we've spent, sadly, hours trying to set something up at times. And... Oh, and those times where we didn't have an episode because we were like, we'll do a remote, we'll get this done, and then it just doesn't work. Yeah, and, you know, there would be times where... You could hear me, and yeah. I couldn't hear you. And then we'd we'd you know be conversing over a cell phone, and then you could hear, I could hear you, and you couldn't hear me, and then you could hear me, and I couldn't hear you, and and then it wouldn't record when we hit record. It was just like, why is this so difficult? But it seems, knock on wood, that we cross the fingers. We've gotten to where we can, you know, do remotes if need be, and 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 it's not an issue. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see. Um, but we are going to start off the show how we typically start off the show. Um, and uh, Hammer, why don't you tell me what you've been playing? Nothing. I've been uh, sick. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, haven't, I haven't played as much of uh, Horizon That's because it's just been hard to focus. Yeah. Um, puns intended. Uh, ah, I did pick ah, it up recently. You didn't intend that at all. I did not at all. <laughs> don't uh, be all pun intended. You've puns done. happily... Uh-huh. Uh, happenstance i don't know uh but i picked up uh horizon again i'm almost done with frozen wilds and then nice i took a little bit of a break because i'm like at that last bit the last uh mission essentially in frozen wilds and i got Mm -hmm. all the weapons so that's kind of my main goals i just wanted all those weapons so i could just steamroll through the rest of the game right because like the storm slinger and the flamethrower and stuff like that are just overpowered wonderful weapons that'll just make everything easier i don't like the flamethrower as much as i feel that i should like every time i get it, i'm like eh, this is fine but i don't really use it i use the flame shot more than the flamethrower like mm-hmm. you know they get a second mode when you get it upgraded right i use that the most because i can get like it's that long distance thing like i'll hit a bellow back three times and stun right, right. <clears throat> which i hate bellow backs generally or um it's the same thing with like the the frost one the ice rail i don't like i like the the ice flamethrower version of it, but the shot part of it, you have to charge it up, and it just it seems impractical. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't have it too overpowered, so, I mean, it makes sense. I know, but I can barely hit some of it. But uh, I'm playing that. Um, I'm actually doing the... I got to the the Orbital Station, the Zero Dawn one, so I'm, I'm in, like, I think the last... Uh, not the last fight, but the last batches of fights before I go back to the Norlands. Um, and also, just as a subtle plug, if you didn't see, uh, Sony actually has a sweepstakes out there called a Beat the Game sweepstakes. So if you beat the original or have beaten the original, um, and you just register, it'll automatically enter you in their sweepstakes. Oh, I to didn't win see this. stuff like TVs, games, all that shit like that. So like you know, for you and I, who've already beat the game, heck yeah. And for my wife who beat the game, but it was on my account, now she's doing it on her own account. I was like, heck yeah, double dip. No, no, I I didn't even see this. Yeah, um, it's just the beat. The, if you like Google search, beat the game Horizon Zon, or Horizon Zero Dawn, Sony 
sweepstakes. I'll try to find it and post it on our page because I looked for it and it was kind of a little hidden, but they always are. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's quick and easy. And hey, if you get something cool. Yeah, I mean, no kidding. It's it's always nice when you get those like emails. Well, mm-hmm. you you don't get them, but yeah. from Sony after you get a platinum, it's like, hey, you got a platinum here. Have a, have a <laughs> oh free... fuck, that was a, <laughs> that was a not so subtle dig. That one took me a little long to get. You know, there. have a have a free wallpaper or whatever. You're like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, which I, I mean, I really do think that they should include as an incentive. You know, have different manufacturers and different game makers or whatever include rewards if you. Get after a you get for their game, yeah. If you get a platinum on their game, or you do a specific mission a specific way, you can uh, you can get, and it doesn't have to be anything extravagant, but you can get a, a, an avatar or you know whatever, and you you can make it to where it's on both. Well, currently <laughs> on both platforms, yeah. um, or all three, or, or PC or whatever. Like those little rewards, they're stupid, but like. I kind of like it. Well, and I think for your diehard fans like you who is going through and beating, you're beating a game to like the pulp kind of thing like that. That's the perfect kind of audience to reward with those things. They're the people who are going to appreciate an avatar, uh, right. a new song or a background or something like that. Absolutely. Right. Exactly. And, and I, then I wouldn't it just think it would take that much effort. But again, I don't, I don't I develop no games. So. But I, I agree. Like, I think that'd be really cool. Um, other than games, I've been watching a lot, and I've caught up on a lot. Uh, <clears throat> I know we talked about this, and I don't know if you want to do it today, but I like did finish Hawkeye. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I caught up on Boba Fett. So it's been an it's been a while, or yeah. I'm sorry, it's been long enough. It's been a while. So uh, we're we're just gonna go straight into Hawkeye. It's gonna be spoilers. Deal okay. with it. If you haven't seen it at this point, yeah, uh, you know, turn off and come back a little bit later. But uh so obviously you got kingpin yes but the kingpin was spoiled long ago and i didn't really care uh, i guess uh, like i called him like for the ideas like someone was like saying about like uh because it was the same thing about um i'm not gonna say that one sorry yeah i was just like careful Um, i know where you're going but like there was he was teased and like someone teased it like right as the show was coming out too um and i was like well cool all right Right. It didn't bug me that it was spoiled. But you got Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Um, you obviously have, um, you know, uh, Katniss Everdeen. I'm sorry, Kate Bishop. <clears throat> Kate Bishop. You have, uh, you have Echo. Bishop. And I'm trying to think who else. I think that's about it. Um, Pizza Dog. Y- yeah, or weird. I think that's... Well, you also have uh, Hawkeye's wife. Oh yeah, um, who's a, who was a shield agent? Um, but yeah, had the whole thing about the watch, the whole idea right. of trying to like basically preserve her secret identity kind of thing. Right, right, right. Um, so, I mean, what what did you think? Um, I I told you about it before, but I'm like, I was at like episode five, and I was already saying I I really liked it. I yeah. was really surprised. Um, I, it's a genuine it's a genuine show like i don't care the whole part about it being christmasy thing but i do like what they do to play on it and you said it better than i could so i'm gonna steal your words and make it sound like mine um whereas black widow made it try to make her almost like a godlike character mm-hmm. this inc- 
incredibly made him a human character very relatable like even to the point where like he's literally icing himself down with snap peas and margarita mixes where he's literally trying to balance the idea of losing out on time with his kids to save this girl but also to kind of save his reputation and fix stuff um i i really liked it like the the girl kate bishop kind of got annoying at times because she's just but but that's like yeah that's her character like she's meant to be that she's a fanboy yeah yeah she's um your avatar for the show (laughs) but she's just she's over ambiguous very excitable all that stuff like that um i didn't really care for echo people were telling me that it got really good for her uh that didn't really bug me. I didn't really get much out of her, but I know she's getting her own show, so cool. Right, but like, <clears throat> you, you still have that Marvel thing where you can't have any villains. <laughs> yeah, and I just I also was like, well, she didn't really impress me. Right. Like, I understand, like, hey, it's cool you have a, a character with disability. I absolutely get that. Or with uh, differently abled, like, that's great. It's cool. But her character didn't really impress me. Mm-hmm. and everyone was telling me that that was like their big pull for it i didn't think so i actually really liked the introduction which is not a spoiler because we're doing it but yelena i actually enjoyed the shit out of yelena it was stupid i mean she was she was the best part of black widow so yeah. it just continued uh, yeah i love florence Pugh. yeah and the whole thing of her just talking to kate bishop and like that and kate it was bishop. yes kate bishop you want mac and cheese oh so good um I liked the stupid thing with the trick arrows. Like they did more fun, stupid shit with trick arrows in this show than they did in any of the entire movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was fun, like him even having like pin arrows and stuff like that for the green, like the grown shrink and all that shit was stupid. Although the whole thing about the owl, um, <laughs> I was like, that's horrific. Yeah, the owl's gonna eat them. Yeah, or, and then, or like, feed them to up. its children. Like yeah, that's, that's horrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very, very um, bad. The owl and the tree thing made me laugh because I remember that whole thing. Because I think it was last year. The owl and the tree for Christmas. Or 2020, I think it was. I don't know what you're... What you're... There, there, was an, there was a whole thing about there was an owl. The tree got moved into Rockefeller Center and they found actually that an owl was perched in. Oh, yeah, They had to yeah, relocate yeah. it and everything. Yes, now I remember. Yes. But again, that was like a data reference, but still. Um... But the movie was cute, and you mentioned a really, really endearing part where he's, um, Ugh, where he, he has, was... like, hearing loss, and right. he's literally dealing with the fact of being a human in these war-torn areas that he's losing his hearing, and he's trying to talk to his kid on the phone, and he can't because he doesn't have his hearing, and he got broke, and uh, Kate Bishop's helping him out there a little Kate bit. Bishop. With the... I was waiting for that, too. <laughs> <clears throat> She's helping him with, like, writing out what the kids say and stuff like right. that. Right. That. That's the That is the best scene in that entire show i love it so much i i mean i know we talked about it a bit off there but i'm like i i liked it yeah. i was surprised considering i heard no one really talk about it it's far from perfect there's things like the larvers was kind of eh. right some hand there's a lot of hand wavy stuff um kate bishop itself is kind of like ebb and flow i like her i don't like her i liked her better with like yelena than anything um but the show was good kingpin was just kind of there yeah 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 and i know they're just teasing him for something else right um, because he died off screen so obviously he's not he's dead not dead obviously um but yeah i really liked it it's i i mean if wandavision had stuck the landing wandavision would still be my favorite mm-hmm. 
Um, I think this is probably my favorite. Yeah, of yeah, of a four. I, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you because it, you know, it stuck the landing. The mm-hmm. show's not perfect, but it's definitely enjoyable, um, and it's something that you want out of out of a TV show, you know. Yeah. And it did justice to a character that has always been in the background and kind of laughable kind of things, and I liked how they did it. Right, right. Even, like, the terrible thing of him watching a musical about Steve Rogers and seeing, like, <laughs> Natasha roll around, and I'm like, why is he having reaction? Oh, right, she's dead. Yeah. And then I looked at uh, Jackie, and I was like, you realize that out of all the people up there, three of those people are dead? And she's like, oh. Because Cap, Cap is back in time, so essentially dead. Iron Man's dead. Black mm-hmm. Widow's dead. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. But, you know, we have multiverse of madness coming up so are they really dead yeah i saw a spoiler thing ish about that i'm like fuck i really wish i didn't know about news sometimes i mean i haven't seen anything on it i just you're you're probably going to eventually but i'm not i mean it's one of those things that you're like when when they do it you're like well yeah it's just duh Mm -hmm. um Um, but yeah so there's that i i caught up to boba fett finally okay um did you uh, did you watch this last week's episode that's the fourth one right Four? Yeah, it's not the one with the, the Vespa Rangers. That's with the three. Power Rangers? Yeah, I, I don't understand. That is the slowest freaking high speed using air quote <laughs> chase that I've ever seen. And I was like, this looked like a bunch of geriatric people on like, you know, little like, again, Vespas. Yeah. I... This, this show feels weird. And... It... To your point, I I've seen some people, and you're absolutely right. Like the idea that they're unmaking a villain. Yes, he's lost all his teeth to the point where the the teeth. I don't know if we're spoiling it, right? Uh, we probably it. shouldn't. It's still technically going on, so you should be probably as vague as you can yeah. be. I I would be happy to do like if you want to do like if we want to catch up and we both have seen the episode afterwards, like totally up for doing like spoiler stuff if you want to, but it's just, this show feels very long in the tooth and they're doing, someone put it right online that they're doing the opposite of what Star Wars had used to do or used to do, which is less is more. Mm-hmm. This is more is less. Like they more, they show of us of a character and their back history and how they got this and that the less. I really care. Right. I, I, yeah, I completely agree with uh, that sentiment because it, it definitely is. Oh, it, it's kind of, it has the, the solo effect. You know how solo was like, well, you want to know how he got those dice, right? Uh, okay. Yeah. See, he just, he gave it to his girlfriend at one point. Uh, okay. That's important, I guess. <laughs> and there's just some things I'm like, you know, things don't always need an explanation. Also, not all, to your point, not all bad guys have to be good. No, and and that's it bothers me that he was a bounty hunter, and now he's not. <laughs> and I don't necessarily get all the changes and the reasons why. And I also I I would like to say that one of the tropes we can kind of kick out of the door for a little while is the whole out of sync time wise, like storytelling. I don't think you always need to do that because if you think that you have to break up a backstory so much because you're worried about boring your audience maybe don't show your audience that backstory uh, yeah there, there's there's a lot going on with this show and i know there's 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 a lot of people that are enjoying it and you know good for them i'm, yeah. I'm not 
But oh, I'm, I'm not going to yuck other people's yums. I'm just saying, like my 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 personal not interest eyes. Yeah, I'm just I'm just like all right. Like I'm watching it, but it comes out on Wednesday, and mm-hmm. I usually don't catch up to it until Thursday or Friday. Yeah, and you know I'm not like oh I got to see this. I'm like all right, well I'll, I'll get to it. Like I know it's it's happening, and I'll see it. But I've I've yet to be like I've got to watch this like now. Yeah. I it's I really wish I had that excitement before, and I also I'll promise I'll stop harping on Star Wars for a bit. Um, <laughs> but I wish like I remember when we first heard about the Mandalorian, I was so excited about something like, hey, well, they're finally doing a Mandalorian like series, cool. Man, it'd be great if we had a Boba Fett. I'm not excited about it. Um, and I'm like, I like the actors. I think they could do fun stuff. But yeah. Um, last thing I promise that I, I know I like picking <laughs> up all this stuff because no, I watched okay. a lot of shit. Is I finally finished the expanse. Okay. Um, stuck the landing for me. I've, um, I've it, heard not, it was great. What? I've heard it was great. It's so it does one of those things where thank God they didn't try to solve everything. They they solved what they needed to, and I guess this is kind of like the plans when it first got canceled. I was reading a couple of the interviews and stuff like that, where the directors and stuff like that were talking about when they first got canceled and they got renewed. They made a plan of like, hey, we're going to go for six seasons and that's it. And then if we can do more, great. But we want to wrap it all up or wrap up what we want to wrap up within six seasons. And they do a good job of it. There's still a lot of questions and a lot of things open up. And then the character at the end is actually even joking, kind of not joking, but kind of references a bunch of stuff. And the person's just like, mm, that's fine. We're let's savor for now kind of thing. Um, it was good. I like it. I love the actors. I love the cast. I love the fucking feel of this show. Like it is, there is a feel of how the spaceships go, how the battle goes, how characters react, how do certain factions react, all that stuff. Fuck, I love this show. And I want them to do more with it. I don't care if it's with other casts or something, because I think this is like a rich universe that they could explore more, just kind of like almost like a Star Trek and stuff like that. Okay. Um, you will. I think you'll be very happy when you watch this show. And I can't wait to hear you talking about it as you go through it as well. Yeah, at some point I need to get there. <laughs> yeah, after you get one of those other billions of shows you're watching too. So speaking yeah. of that, what have you been up to? Um, so we've been watching The Witcher, where I think we finished the third or fourth episode of season two now. So we're, we're slowly getting through that. Um, gosh, I started watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. Because like the old one or the yeah the yeah, yeah. One? no the the one from what ninety one <laughs> um, because it was there and I was like yep <laughs> uh, and like it's still one of my favorite comic book movies of all time like I think it's still it holds up really well yeah um, especially for what it is um, I feel it holds up really really well um. Other than that, I did buy uh, Far Cry 6. Oh. And it's shocker. Stop me if you've heard us say this before, but it's more Far Cry. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's more Far Cry. Like, there's there's nothing to add other yeah. than, yeah, it's Far Cry. <laughs> like, I don't, there's no real change in anything that I've seen so far. Um, yeah. And I'm only 
I don't know, two or three hours into the game currently. Um, but yeah, it's just it's more Far Cry. <laughs> All right, solid enough. I'm like, hey, did you get the PS5 version? I did, but I mean, it's it's a PS4 version of the yeah. game, you know. Did you um, see the the quote unquote hack about how to get ten dollars off your PS5 version of um, Horizon Zero Dawn or the the new Horizon game? No, uh. Uh-uh. So it's seventy dollars on PS5, right? Right. But you can buy the full price sixty dollar version on PS4, and there's apparently a PS5 four to five upgrade that's free. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. Like, whatever. <laughs> it's You're like the, me. this whole this whole launch of everything has just been so fucking wonky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right, and we uh, we didn't see anything in the theaters, but you kind of did. I did one I forgot about for good reason, and I'll tell you a bit about that. Oh first. boy, yeah. So um, I wouldn't. This is like about a week or oh, it's probably two weeks now, three weeks about now. Um, I wouldn't sell the Kingsman, which you and I had talked uh, about because the King's have, Man, the King's Man, yes. Because you and I were talking about how you had never seen any of the Kingsman books or movies. Right. Correct. Um, but you really wanted to because they look kind of right up your alley. Yes. And I love the first one. I like the second. I hate the third. <laughs> Ooh. I, you know, I haven't, I think you're the only person that I've heard of that's even seen the third. It's, <clears throat> I, I, so I went and saw it with one of my partners and uh, I talked to Jackie about it after she wanted to see it too. And I, I literally told her, I was like, oh, honey, you know, all the things you like about the quirkiness, the fun characters, the kind of cool, like humor, action, drama kind of balance of the originals. And she's like, yes. And I'm like, now imagine a movie that's none of that has the title, maybe gets a hint of it at the very last 10 to 15 minutes of the movie, but otherwise is a weird version of a World War One documentary reimagining it's interesting no it's not that's the problem (laughs) like it talks about like the kingsman service stuff doesn't like even exist for the most part of it's like supposed to be the formation right Mm -hmm. it it doesn't really form until the very end and it doesn't even feel like that until the very end and by that point you're kind of like apathetic at least I was. Both me and my partner were there. We're just like, this is no. And we both loved the first and we liked the second one. This one just was that title and the title only. Um, is it not 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 Eddie Redmayne? Um, God, what's the guy's name? The main actor. Uh, Ray Fines. Ray Fines. Like I like Ray Fines, and I think Ray Fines would be fun because it's that idea of seeing God. What's his name? Not um the other English guy who was the original one. Uh, uh, not Hugh Grant. Uh, no, it's is isn't it Colin, something? Colin, yeah, so, Colin, Colin Firth. Yeah, yeah, so like Colin Firth was really fun to see because you're like, oh, he's so prim and proper and a badass. And I would love to have seen Ray Fiennes as prim and proper and a badass, but for the long period of time, he's not. He's just meh. And this whole movie labors so long over trying to get to where it wants to be. And I wish the movie would have picked up at the very last part of that movie and then kept going from there. Mm. <clears throat> Again, so do you a... think it would have been better to do a Kingsman 3 or just leave it at 2? I would have. I would rather see Kingsman 3. I don't think they'll ever do it. But if they did Kingsman 1, it would have been cool if they did it. But do it from the start. Like take Literally, they could have dropped 75% of this movie. 
Yikes. And I wouldn't have really cared. Or they could have trimmed it down and made me care about it. But it's a lot of drama about characters I don't really give a shit about. And people hem and haw about things. It's just... Again, it's a movie that's hard to care about. I I forgot about it, and that's why. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it sounds like it was a... It was a real good time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad about that because I was I was looking forward to it. The the trailers are more exciting. Um, the other movie I saw, Ooh. which is a new release, I saw it in the the drive-ins though, was uh, Bell. Um, I know you don't watch a lot of anime movies, so this probably won't mean a lot to you. But if you've ever seen the same director, this guy's kind of got a clout not similar to Miyazaki, who does like the Studio Ghibli movies, like Spirited Away, Totoro, stuff like that. But he's more of like a newer age like uh, animator who's directed a lot of movies. Such like if you ever see Summer Wars, it's one of my favorites. He does. He did Mirai, which is really cool. Um, anyways, uh, and he did Wolf Children as well, which I still haven't seen. This one that he did right now is called Bell, which is kind of a the best way I can kind of do it is like imagine if um, it's taking a play at a girl growing up like teenagers and adolescents growing up in the day of the modern internet. But on top of that, it's a girl who basically tries to escape away from her life in public because she just can't get over her crippling anxiety to sing and becomes like a a famous singer in the the metaverse, essentially, because it's not her being her. It's her hiding behind an exterior kind of thing. And along with that, it also adds on a layer of it's almost like a Internet version of Beauty and the Beast, where she is Belle for the beauty kind of like a big singer and stuff like that and finds the beast and trying to help save this person she finds in the whole process, finding herself kind of stuff. It's tried and true-ish kind of formula, but mm-hmm. um, the animation's fucking crisp. It's what you would expect from this like animator and the animation studio. The music is really good if you like ballads and stuff like that. And I like the fun little twist they did with the whole, um, uh, the whole beauty and the beast kind of style to it. Again, it's, pretty and if you've seen any of the guys movies they're great if you like animated movies like anime movies and you've never heard of them absolutely should dive into it this feels almost like a spiritual su- a successor to summer wars and i really was happy to go see it so I would you, you recommend but yeah i'm like i'm, I'm trying to this isn't my my jam unfortunately yeah. we don't see many of these come out as much here so like when i can i'll have to go see it in the theater this one you don't need to see it in theater, but seeing an anime movie in a theater is a very unique experience. We saw it in the drive-in, which is honestly kind of fun and perfect for COVID times. So um, I would say go see it if you can. If not, see it definitely when it comes out. Okay. And I'm going to stop talking for a bit because I feel like I've been talking a long time. I mean, you have been talking for a long time, but you've been doing stuff. Like yeah. all I've got is Far Cry, which, I mean, what am I, I going to say? Far Cry is another game like Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> It's more Far Cry. And don't you dare compare Far Cry to Horizon. That's just rude. <laughs> Horizon's great. Far Cry is fun. Yeah. There's a very big difference between the two. Um, but yeah. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get to this week's nerd news. Uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is Will Arnett has a new show coming out on Netflix. And it's going to be a detective show. The, the the twist to this is every week there's going to be a celebrity guest and they are not given a script. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So it's going to be all ad lib for them, but there's going to be a script involved with the TV show. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. I'm very interested to see. Uh, I, I said the same 
thing twice. I'm sorry, but you know, I, I do want to to see how they go about doing this because it does seem interesting. And Will Arnett's funny. Um, he's Batman. He's Lego Batman. I, I know, but he's not Batman. He's not Batman. <laughs> But the concept seems at least interesting enough. Um, that sounds really stupid and fun. I'm down. Right, there. exactly. It just it, that's it's pretty much exactly the proper term for it. Seems stupid and fun. <laughs> yep. Um, we got a new trailer, our first official trailer for the Amazon Lord of the Rings TV series, and it shows absolutely nothing. It's just mm-hmm. the overview of you know. Uh, seven rings were created for elves and or what is it no three for elves four for dwarves and nine from or seven for men or whatever the yeah the the, the number is and it just kind of shows rings being created and that's kind of it but it, i mean it looks really did you see the making of though it, that, that's it not looks CG? it looks like it's actually going to happen this show is may actually happen i yeah <laughs> I, yeah, I I'm I'm holding bated breath because I'm like I not bated breath I'm 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 tempering my expectations. You're, you're trepidatious. I am very trepidatious. Uh, the, again, the little teaser thing was cool because I saw someone point post out that the entire thing is actually not CG. It's I mean, just it's literally pulling molten metal over like wood and stuff like that. And they have cameras up and close, and it's stupid, but it's fun. Yeah, uh, that has nothing to do with the show. It's just no, considering they've spent what was it like a billion dollars making this thing or something stupid. Probably. I mean, it's Amazon, and we'll talk about fucking billion dollars here in a minute. But oh yes, we will. Oh, sorry, uh, <laughs> it's Amazon, so they they have that money. Um, as I say, I say this as I just got a notification that something was delivered via Amazon. Hey, there you go, buddy. <laughs> it's like, hey, do you need that dopamine hit? Here you go. Yeah, it's. It's so weird. People are like, you can order something and have it delivered the next day. And I'm like, yeah, or you can go to a store and get it instantly. I don't, what's all right. Go, go <laughs> you, I guess. Um, yeah, it, it, the show seems to exist, um, which is, you know, for the longest time it was kind of in development hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that it may actually come out is something. intriguing. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious. I'm definitely curious. I want to see because this is supposed to lead up to, and I I always get them confused. Sauron building his army and and all that jazz, mm-hmm. um, and how he I guess converted Saruman and all all of that. So I'm interested in this, and it's it's been a long mm-hmm. time since we've gone to, you know, the the Lord of the Rings realm. I mean, yeah. obviously we. That's what, kind of what started our podcast. It did, yeah. And uh, those movies were garbage. Um, mm-hmm. They were garbage. Have you I, gone I, back not, and watched not them? Not disagreeing, they were. Oh, you were like, mm. and I was like, no, 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 don't. They had like, there's cool parts to them, but man, those movies could have been trimmed down so fast. Yeah, oh yeah, it, there, there are moments, but there are not enough moments. <laughs> I think they could have done like two movies easily. Yeah, they didn't need to do a trilogy, but trilogies are are what sells. That's so. what money, yeah. So I guess that's what they did. But um, yeah, so in theory, we'll be seeing that this year. And and I'm I'm pretty stoked if it actually does happen. I'm going to wait until I see the first trailer trailer 
mm-hmm. think because that like I'm curious to see what the tone. I'm curious to see what it looks like. Um, I'm curious to see how it sounds. Like, do people sound like they're reading from scripts? Do they actually act well? I don't know. There's just a whole lot of stuff that I'm like. There's the Lord of the Rings hold a very dear place in my hearts because I remember seeing those back in the day, going like, "Holy shit, mm-hmm. this is real!" And that was. Twenty years ago, over twenty years, years ago. ago. Yep. Um, and they haven't been able to capture it since, so we'll see. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, we also got a trailer for Moon Knight. Uh, this is Oscar Isaac as uh, DC or Marvel's Batman. <laughs> kind of yeah, schizophrenic Batman. Um, is it looks interesting, and this will be the first actual new character that we've gotten in a TV show. Um, you know, all of them have been characters that we've already been introduced to with Hawkeye and, and, uh, Falcap and Wanda. So this is uh, the first one that's going to actually launch in TV form. Yeah. I'm, <clears throat> I'm curious. Cause one, I, I, I do like Oscar Isaac. I feel like sometimes he gets shafted a bit. Well, he I was in new star Wars and I know, like, but I mean, he got to play perfect Poe. Flow, damn that guy. Um, I, it's a lot of flash jump cuts and stuff like that with a snappy music track, which you kind of come to expect from Marvel. But mm-hmm. I know diddly squat about Moon Knight. Yeah, they're getting into characters that I'm like, uh, <laughs> just like with Kit Harrington and, and Black Knight. I was like, yeah, I, I, I mean, Eternals and everything. I'm like, I, I, I'm out. Like, I don't yeah. know any of this stuff. This is. This is way out of my wheelhouse. I'm I'm curious. It looks it looks like Marvel. Kind of almost dipping a bit into that horrorish kind of aspect. So I don't know if they're gonna t- like tease more of like you know uh, Blade and stuff here as well. But yeah, I don't know if we'll get to see our first look at you know Marshall Ali as Blade or if they're gonna wait like when we're gonna see that. Yeah. Because um, we know we we know. He's been in one movie, technically, because he was in The Eternals, technically. Yeah. His voice was. <laughs> yes. I mean, he technically was in Luke Cage, but just not the same character. Because <laughs> there's only like four actors for every fucking movie. So we just use all, all the, the same actors. Um, and this is something you brought to my attention, but apparently there's a Godzilla TV show on Apple plus. Yeah. There's going to be a Godzilla TV show on Apple plus, And it's actually set in the monster verse, which I mean, I would, some would say unsuccessfully, I would say successfully. They, they've kind of launched ish with like Kong and with Godzilla and with the like King of all monsters and all that stuff. Like, I don't know what the hell they're going to do with it, but my worry is they're going to do the thing that we least care about in the MonsterVerse, which is focused on the humans. The humans, right. Nobody cares about the humans. Yeah, that's the part that I'm like, I am not interested in if they just do purely focus on the humans, because who gives a fuck about the humans? But right. that's mo- that's the most likely thing they're going to do, because you can't have a... I don't know how you can logically have a TV show that's mostly off monsters. Like, financially, I don't know how you could do that. But that's going to be on Apple+. Plus. And... I mean, Apple has money if they want to throw that money around. They do, and I mean, they got us with that. They got us with at least like you know Ted Lasso. Yeah, oh, because that's expensive. I mean, they all the the highest thing I can think of otherwise they have would be like um, 
Oh my god, I can't think about it. Uh, I know they have a sci-fi show, and I can't think of the name of it right yeah, now. Yeah, oh fuck. The First Step, no. For All Mankind. Okay, yep. That's they, the one where they go into the moon and stuff like that, which I, like, I've seen the first season I fucking love. Maybe that's the next show I'll go back and finish. <laughs> that seems so. like, that's, how, that's how life is. We all just kind of, well, we'll go back to this one. Oh, we'll go back to this one. Just bounce around all the time. Um, and before we finish the nerd news, I, I tried to wipe this from my brain so much so that I did <laughs> wipe it from my brain. The last of our uh, holiday movie <laughs> review. You, uh, this was your pick. It was my pick. Buddy. It was one of those ones I was curious and I was trying to find a holiday movie. So this one hit, um, we wanted, I said, we're going to watch the Nutcracker and the four realms on Disney plus. Uh, this was them taking the energy of, uh, Alice in Wonderland, the live actions and doing a live action Nutcracker movie. It follows the, essentially it's more about the girl, the daughter of the person who kind of did the Nutcracker play, I guess. Um, it's, I know you hated it. Oh my God. Uh, cause you even posted about it. I I couldn't hate it enough. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. You should have hated it. I, I, I didn't hate it. I just didn't like it. Cause there are things that I'm like, oh, it's kind of, no, that's kind no, (laughs) but I'm like, it's nothing like vitriol that I hate. I'm going to forget this movie. How about that? Oh, I've, I mean, obviously you saw that I forgot it because I was like, oh yeah, we did watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hated this movie. It was bad. The dialogue was real off. I did discover that I have a new kink <laughs> with uh, Kira Knightley as like a bubblegum. A princess. Princess with that, that like whispery off, off kilter voice that she was doing. Yeah, yeah I, I, I I laughed. I was watching it with my wife, and like I looked over a little bit, and there was a point where I'm like, oh, "Is that Kira Knightley?" And then she obviously she turned into be the villain. Spoilers, right? Do do. And then I was like, "Oh, I like her so much better now." She's like, "You have a bad type." <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree with the Kira Knightley thing of like being evil and the whole frou frou thing, but. I kept on making jokes during this movie. Like I was talking to my wife saying like, naturally they wouldn't have one of the regents be a black guy. They had to give him the slave soldier and have it be the English person who felt so easy to just like, you know, like boss him around. I'm like, this is so fucked up. Yeah. I, th- there's so much wrong with this movie that I can't find other than Kira Knightley. Yeah. Any, any right with the movie. And, and for a while like, I did not like Kira Knightley in the beginning. I was like, no, no, you're, you're wrong there. Um, but yeah, I, I, this is definitely a, a total skip. Like this please, is a skip. Yeah. Please do not even think about watching this movie. This is real bad. Yeah. Uh, so for this week's streaming movie, I want us to watch red notice on Netflix. Um, uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds, the rock and Gal Gadot, Playing the rundown uh, again? Yeah. I mean, it seems like they're just playing their own characters. Like, hey, this is us as whatever character we have always been. Like, Ryan Reynolds is the same character as is The Rock in, like, everything that they do now. Yeah, they just do what uh, they are. Yeah. So, we're going to watch that. That's on Netflix. Uh, if you have anything you want us to watch on any of the streaming sites, let us know at battenhammer.gmail.com, Batten Hammer on Twitter, Sprick and Geek on Facebook. You can reach me. I am at Taro Skippy. 
I'm at Karen Kalis. Make sure to like us, love us, and share us on everything, pretty much. <laughs> and as long as I'm not dying, I'll make sure to post it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, and so now we're going to get back to the last bit of nerd news. Do you have an extra $70 billion lying around there, buddy? You know, I, I thought I had it in my pocket, but I, I only have $7, so mm, <laughs> I'm kind of a bit short. Mm, you're going to be a bit short. Uh, Microsoft has bought Activision Blizzard for a whopping $70 bill, billion, that's what that B, billion dollars. So does that mean we can put a price tag on all the sexual harassment they've put on? Well, apparently, Bobby Kotick is going to... I mean, obviously, he he is Activision, but he's going to receive quite a hefty payout to leave. <laughs> um, okay. I think it's supposed to be. I think it's going to be around like two hundred fifty million for him, which is just insane. Uh, but big picture wise, boy, this sucks. This doesn't feel good. Like I, I I'm curious why, for you. Well, because. You're going to have console exclusivity. So you have Nintendo and Sony are, are you're taking those games away from those players. And Call of Duty is the biggest selling game every year. And it's the biggest selling game on PlayStation every year. So you're taking it away once. Now, it seems like they have a contract that they expect to be fulfilled. Um, but once that contract's done, you're going to take away the ability for over half of your audience to play the game. Um, and I know that they're trying to get more people into Xbox's uh, ecosystem, be it Xbox or PC. But like uh, same as I wouldn't like Sony to buy Square Enix. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want... This just feels... This, this, this feels like a, a feels bad. Um, okay. Of just like... Oh, you decided to go with Nintendo or Sony? It sucks to be you. You don't get to play these games anymore. Um, and that's so, go ahead. Sorry. No, go go ahead. I I have a question because I I like I looked on this generally and I couldn't find it because I saw a lot of these a very similar argument and I understand that argument, but I haven't heard anywhere where Microsoft has said they're pulling support like after contracts are done that they're not going to continue doing this. And the reason I am bringing that up is I feel like, one, was there any like statement that they said they will not honor agreements like that again? Like they won't be posting any of their games on other platforms? No, but I mean, if you're spending $70 billion on something, you kind of don't want your your competition to have access to it as well. Um, you want to see full investment on your return. Uh, it's kind of like how Disney and Lucasfilm you know they've they've pulled all of their stuff once the contracts are done because they want it all in house. Uh, same with like the the Netflix TV shows. Um, they finally started acknowledging them, but they when it came to Marvel stuff, they didn't promote that at all. Yeah. Um, because it wasn't in house. It wasn't Disney stuff. Uh, so the reason why I kind of, I find again, and I, like how this, I, I did look up the numbers because I wanted to make sure I was right on it a little bit, is I remember having the same argument when, or the same discussion around Minecraft. And mind you, Minecraft, they only bought, I think, for $2.5 billion. Mm-hmm. So obviously, drop the bucket. 
but that same argument was happening. It's like the most popular game across the board. Like you put it up there, it, it caps easily over Fortnite. Um, and they haven't. They've doubled down on support. They've tried to do cross-platforming support. Like they've basically steered the ship. They just kept it as like another cash grab essentially for them. And the same thing with Bethesda. They bought for seven point five million a billion. Again, another drop in the bucket. But they've made nothing about saying that they're not going to put it on their stuff. The biggest thing they said is that they're going to be putting probably those games free on Game Pass. But well, Bethesda has not released a, a game other than Deathloop, which was already in contract. Correct. Um, since they've been purchased. But uh, but there was there was a uh, a mention that. Uh, because they've they've asked Phil Spencer, it's, it's been asked multiple times if if Bethesda stuff is going to still come to PlayStation platforms, and he's not blatantly said yes. And uh, you know, I feel that if you were going to release that stuff on platforms, you would be like, yeah, we're still going to release that. Uh, now, now we won't know until it actually happens. Yeah, but. I think if, they're going to keep it as a bargaining. My thought is this. I just feel like, I, yeah, it is the most amount of money they've done for an acquisition. And because Call of Duty and because Blizzard itself in general are such big, big fucking cash cows. And they are big behemoths in the industry. I really feel like it'd be dumb for Xbox to suddenly say, the only way you can get this is to play on our system. I feel like the smart move for them would be to add incentives for people to come to their system, but to still license it, like saying, like, hey, maybe Call of Duty goes free. Can you imagine if it goes free on Game Pass? But they still sell it for PlayStation. That's not doing any harm to PlayStation, but it does give you an incentive to go to their service. Right. Like, no, I, I, I think Microsoft's going to do more smarter moves like that. I don't feel like this is the death of seeing any of these games on other platforms. I feel like that would be a very poor move. So that's, I guess that's why I'm not really worried. I think that Microsoft's making a lot of smart plays. Like they're making their head over heels, like knocking shit down and saying like, no, we're a bigger force to contend with. And they're obviously stacking the books with uh, game pass and making it way more of a thing considering the fact that it's on Nintendo and Xbox and PC, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's only a matter of time before it goes to PlayStation, honestly. But I, I think, think PlayStation's the, try to push. I think that's the play here. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm not 100% sure what the plan is, but you don't buy something for this amount of money and then, like, at least I don't think, and then still let your competition have full access to it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I but think we'll, that, we'll see. Yeah. Maybe they have a different thing, in, uh, a different plan in mind of just like, you know, the more people that play the game, the more money comes to us. So, what does it matter? Um, and that, and even if you, even if you do a thing of of like uh, not having, so their exclusive are going are going to launch basically day and date on Game Pass for quote unquote free. You know, it'll be mm-hmm. included with your pass. Well, if you have, let's say Game Pass does actually come to PlayStation, but you don't put that stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they want, if somebody wants to play Call of Duty on PlayStation, well, they have to buy it, and then Microsoft gets a cut of that. So, you know, you could be like, "Hey, you could play it for free on our system, or you can pay, and we'll still like, we'll still make money on that system. Like, it doesn't matter to us either way." Yeah. I I hope that they don't 
they don't take games away from gamers. Um, that's my hope, but I don't know. Like we won't we won't know for Honestly, we won't know until November. Years? Yeah. Uh, no, actually, because Call of Duty's under contract with Sony for a few more years. I don't know exactly when that contract expires. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but we won't know for a few years at least what the full plan is. Yeah. And I think that's the part is like you're I, I think it's quick to run and say like, oh shit, this is the end of all kind of thing. When they say that, then like then I'll raise my my forks and like my forks and pitchforks and stuff like that. But I really feel like that's not a smart business choice. Right. And I feel like that's an outdated way of thinking that you own a thing and you can do exclusives because Xbox founds like, hey, there's multiple ways we can make money. That's and what I'm hoping. It's not doing a disservice. It's just doing a service to the people who pay into them. <laughs> like you are undoubtedly a PlayStation fan, but you love the shit out of Game Pass. Oh, I love Game Pass. Like I play the uh, I I play the shit out of Game Pass. There's stuff on there that I you know I'm like ooh uh, uh, Firewatch is a perfect example of like yeah. this is a game I've wanted to play for a long time, but I've never bought it but now i kind of have and i'm like yeah this is awesome and just like i almost bought the the legendary the mass effect legendary collection and i was like oh well now i can just play it here so even better mm-hmm. um i love game pass i love uh xbox live i love their their whole their whole system is just better mm-hmm the one thing that they don't have are the games and now they're trying to get the games but i want them i i, I just you want them they to don't develop them well, I don't want them to be like, we can't develop them, so we're just going to grab people that can mm-hmm. and take it away from people. Just like I wouldn't want Sony to buy Square Enix. Yeah. Um, to be like, oh, look, you, you can't play these games. Um, <coughs> or, I would, or even better, I wouldn't, want, I wouldn't want Sony to buy Ubisoft and be like, well, if you want to play Assassin's Creed or Far Cry... Or Assassin's any of the top, Tom Clancy games or whatever you have you have to come over here. Yeah, like that would suck. And I, I if if I if I had an Xbox, I would be extremely mad at Xbox only. I'd be extremely mad on that. So like, this isn't just me being fanboy and be like, oh, you're. T-. Yeah, I don't want I don't want people to lose the ability to to play games. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, what the plan is going forward, but we'll we won't know for a few years what the full plan is with both Bethesda and uh, Activision Blizzard. Yeah, and and I agree with you hundred percent. I my my want is definitely not to lose games on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yep. and I are pretty, um, we're pretty console agnostic. Like we both got PS5s because that's where the games were at. There's right. nothing really on an Xbox that I feel like I need to get an Xbox X for. Yeah, not yet. I know. I know. I will. Yeah, like, um, I will eventually because I'm like there will be games I want to play on it. I'm sure. Yeah, but I'm not like I'm not a huge Halo fan. I've played Infinite, and I'm like, all right, well, whatever. Uh, and so, whenever Obsidian's next game comes out, that might have me excited. Or again, I've said this since. You know what was it? Did they have it Fable? on one? Yeah, I was gonna say I can't remember if they had it on one or not, but Fable. I am there for Fable. Like, you put a Fable out, I'm buying Fable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and so, if I have to upgrade for Fable, I'll 
upgrade for Fable. That doesn't bother me. Granted, you have to have the ability to. And it's tough to get any sort of... I mean, oof. I, I, I yesterday went to Best Buy and I sent the Hetero Life made a text. The store was dead and there was like nothing on the shelves and it was depressing. It was... It, it felt like breaking up with a girlfriend that you'd been with for... <laughs> Like 15 years. It was... Because you're just like, well, there's no reason to come in anymore. Yeah. I was just like, wow, this is this is depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't want people to lose the ability to be able to play games. I, I'm with you on that 100%. Like, I, I also do not want that. There's, my favorite thing is like, that was the biggest bitch about the times when there was exclusives is that... I wouldn't have the system, but I really want to play the games. Or I would pick the system, which is like cross-platform thing now. I was like, I'd pick the wrong system to play with my friends. Right. And now I'm like, I, I want closer networks and not more um, closed-off networks, if that makes sense. And and I, I feel at some point, maybe in our lifetime, we're going to get to the point where there's just going to be a console and everything will play on it. Sony mm-hmm. games, Microsoft games, Nintendo games, um, because there are a lot of Nintendo games I would like to play, but I have no desire to buy a Switch just for Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, a terrible thing. Hmm. Yeah, you know, there is one system that can play everything. It's the PC Master Race. PC doesn't play Nintendo games. I know it doesn't. So there is not one day. <laughs> one day. Uh, that's maybe one day we'll get to that Star Trek future where everything is just there. <laughs> um, but but we'll see what happens. I like how some people want Star Trek future for like you know end of, end of world hunger and peace. You just want to be able to play all games on one system. I want a holodeck. Oh, uh, you like, know what? I'm just telling you right now. If there's a holodeck, I can tell you right now that the population is going to dip significantly. So will STDs? Yeah, I agree. Not a bad thing. Just, just calling it out where I can. Uh, yeah. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get to uh, this last week's uh, pod poll. It was brought to us by me, and I actually barely lost this one, which I'm quite surprised. I think it was just the the comedy factor of having Lando Calrissian Lando was there. a good one. Oh, yeah, it was great. Uh, but I wanted to know what was your favorite land. Um, and you won the vote. You had fifty-seven percent of the vote, which is, which is high. Mm-hmm. But and I figured it'd been higher expecting. because, yeah, you. I mean, Disneyland, and there were a lot of we, we got some feedback on our comments and stuff. Everybody was like, "Your list is better," but he had Disneyland. I'm like, I know. Like I, I gave him that one. Yeah, like, that was just here. Here's Disneyland. Go ahead and take the win. But I wanted to get Lando Calrissian out there because I just loved that idea. (laughs) It was so stupid and beautiful. (laughs) All right. So you get to select this week's pod poll. Um, So what is your question here, buddy? I want you to make up the the best three card games. Best card games. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And as we know, the rule is again: you get to pick, you get the first pick. I get right. two, and I get my my two, and then you get the last one, and I get my last one. Interesting. Best you get your last card two, games. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. I think I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with poker. Is that? 
That that works. That counts. Okay. Does that count? Yep. Yeah, that counts. Because uh, I know there are different types of poker. Um, like there's there's hold'em. There's what five card and there's all kinds of different. Yeah. Things, but we're just I'm just grabbing poker as as a as a full just breath of all of the poker games. Um, all right, so you've you've got the next two selections. What have you decided to go with? Uh, my first one's gonna be Magic the Gathering. Oh, good, good selection there. That's a good one. Um, my next one is gonna be Uno. Uno, not a bad one. Uh, we actually play that a lot in the house. My I, daughter loves Uno. I love Uno too. So that's a that's a good one. Um, okay, well, I'm going to go with uh, Skippo. Okay, that's that's a solid choice. I love Skippo. I think Skippo is vastly underrated. Um, and now I don't know if if this is gonna count, but it does have card in the title. Okay. I want to go with Cards Against Humanity. Uh, no, that counts. That counts to me. It's a card game. Okay. All right. Good. So that's what I've got. What do you got for your last selection, there, buddy? Solitaire. Oh, okay. Solitaire's easy enough. Mm-hmm. Everybody has it if you've ever bought a computer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Everyone's played it. <laughs> okay. So again, uh the poll the pod poll for this week is Hammer wants to know the best card games. He has gone with Magic the Gathering, Uno, and Solitaire. I've gone with Poker, Skippo, and Cards Against Humanity. You'll be able to vote on the poll. Um when this podcast launches mm-hmm. and we'll let you know the results next week. Uh, so with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get to our spoiler filled review of Ted Lasso season two, episode seven. So if you don't want to hang around for that, ladies and gentlemen, you've listened to episode 425 of Sprague and Zay geek. So for Sprague and Zay geek, I'm back and I'm hammer and brace your geek. Have a great week. All right. So, uh, again, we're going to Ted Lasso, uh, this time, it's kind of everybody dealing with their own stuff in their own ways. Um, we're kind of seeing Nate become a dick. Yes, which is, he is. Which is depressing. Um, but he's he meant to say Wonderkind, and he said Wonderkid, and he's kind of getting picked on over it. And he's he's too big for his britches. He's he's he is. he's pop star now, and he he has nothing to do with. Um, there's one of the, and I can't remember the guy's name, unfortunately, but one of the, uh, like, he's not even an assistant coach. He's like the towel boy, which oh, is what yes, Nate's, yes. Nate's job used to be. Um, and Nate really looks down on him like he's, he's beneath him. He criticizes him. everything he's doing. Yeah. And he, he's, uh, you know, he, he called out one of the, the players. He's like, you know, this, this practice is for, for goalkeeper or goal scorers and you're not a goal scorer. Or he's like, you're just average. So so Nate's kind of in his head a little too much. He's, he's getting too big for his britches, which is mm-hmm. depressing because that doesn't seem to be a Nate thing. Um, but that's, you know. I, I think there, I, I read somewhere what about this that they kind of like, I guess it's based, I can't remember who it was, but they're kind of basing a bit off of, because you know this with like like uh, sports trivia more than I do, obviously. But there's a lot of like subtle nods in this show. Oh yeah. To history, like the whole thing of like, what was it? Um, uh, I'm just here for the interview. Oh yeah, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah, yeah. like those kinds of little subtle things they do that uh, they're just doing to like 
essentially give nods to people who are sports nerds, which I think is fucking awesome. Yes. Because it's, a, I feel like, sometimes an underserved crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one where, like, me, who's not a sports nerd, gets to discover stuff. And it's, like, basically find, like, hey, there's this hidden character in the MCU. This is what the Infinity Gauntlet means. Right. Like, they basically do that in this show. So I think there's a, I can't remember what it was, but I was reading it somewhere. And I tried to stop reading because I'm like, I don't want to spoil it for myself. But, um, like, I guess his character turn is kind of based off of, like, some live action events or something. Uh, I mean, it happens frequently where... You know, co- coaches get praised because they do something, and then they start believing their own hype a little too much. Uh, but you, I mean, you get that in, in kind of any real world scenario. Yeah. Um, we saw that Roy and Keely. Keely's a little upset that Roy. She thinks he's the cat's pajamas, mm-hmm. but sometimes he just wants to be left alone. Um, and, you know, and you, 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 I, I posted this on my personal Facebook account where my favorite part of this show is whenever Roy discovers something, he just kind of pauses for a second. He's like, fuck! Yeah. Where he's, you know, he's talking to Jamie and he's like, you gotta attack it. Jamie's like, no, I gotta give him space. He needs space. You know, I can't be crowding his... He he looks at Jamie and he's like, what? Fuck! And he just walks off. (laughs) Like, I love when Roy Kent discovers something because that that fuck is just, is so good. It's his Eureka. Yeah, yeah. It's his Excelsior type of, but yeah, it's it's so good. It's just so good and it's so pure. Yeah, because he's not, you know, he's he's using the word as an exclamation to himself of just like fuck, why, why, why am I, why am I such an idiot? That night, like just in general, between like Keely, like Keely and Roy specifically, mm. I swear this show keeps doing it a lot, where they basically put the characters in weird situations, and if this were an American sitcom, we know exactly where it would go. And then it seems to divert away from that. Mm-hmm. Like, just, I don't know, there's a whole bunch of these little things. Like, hey, you're like, oh, this is like the ending of like the way to see the thing go a little bit. No, it's like, hey, this is actually a better understanding. They both kind of understand each other's personal spaces. So you're like, god damn it. Right, right, right. No, it's... Uh, it's wholesome. I love their interactions. I do uh, and you had Ted finally decide to go to the shrink. Uh, yeah. Kinda. <laughs> he's still trying to win her over always. Well, he's he's scared, um, and he's fighting his fear in any sort of way that he knows how, and especially when he lashes out at her. And, you know, your job's a fraud, blah blah blah. And then he comes back. Um, it's going to be interesting to see the breakdown of Ted's character. Yeah, the giving more flesh to a semi-perfect character kind of thing, and I like that because it actually makes that more interesting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and more sustainable well yeah i mean ted you, you can't have a, a perfect character and ted's kind of perfect even mm-hmm. when he fucks up so to speak he's he's always got his heart in the right place and you de- you definitely want that but but it's 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 going to be good to see ted have some demons mm-hmm. um i just hopefully they don't get the best of him obviously oh yeah uh, but yeah, again, another another good episode of of Ted Lasso. Nothing, nothing dramatic kind of happened, um, but we're just you're peeling off the layers to the characters, and you're you're learning more about them and and their lives. And I just love this show. I do too. <sighs> All Probably right, have to get more sick so we can not you know postpone <laughs> you guys watching that more. <laughs> We're getting there. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add? 
No, man, it's just uh, I'm I'm kind of excited to catch up on more TV. Like, here's this. I think I might go dip back into For All Mankind. But um, yeah, I, I saw the stuff for Star Trek recently. They're all the the renewals and shit they're doing before they even launch you their shows. Uh, did you see that Guinan and the Borg Queen are going to be in season two of Picard? Uh, Picard, I heard about. I heard about Guinan. I didn't hear about the Borg Queen. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I again, I like Picard. You still haven't seen it, I know. And no, you actually I have Paramount Plus, you son of a bitch. I do have Paramount Plus, and I still haven't watched it. I've the only thing that I've watched on there has been football and the two South Park um, COVID specials. <laughs> Oh, fuck, I have to get that from you, because I've only seen the one on HBO Max. I keep saying that, and I haven't got it from you. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have to... I'll, I'll I'll get Sarah to send it over to you. That way you can log in and watch Paramount+. Plus. Like, honestly, out of all these streaming services, Netflix is probably the worst, yet their, their programming is the best. Like, HBO Max has... So much great stuff on there. It's mm-hmm. incredible. Like, it, that is such a good me. deal. Yeah. Every time I go in there, I'm like, fuck, this is on here. Fuck. Like, mm-hmm. but I keep forgetting to go to HBO Max. And I'm like, that should be almost my first my first place to go. Because even <clears throat> even today when I was picking out our movie to watch, first thing I did was just went to Netflix. Yep. I didn't even do any of the others. And like there's probably something on HBO that I want to watch, but yeah. There is something coming on HBO that I do want to see, and I can't fucking remember it now. Fuck. <laughs> um, must have been must have been good. Yeah, well, it's one of the movies that we missed in the theaters that I wanted to see. So again, I'll keep an eye on it. I'll I'll screenshot it next time so I don't forget. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, so that'll do it for this week's episode. Again, episode four twenty five. Thanks for having me around, and uh, we will see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>